1: Welcome into summer brekkie here on SEN Thursday the eleventh of January. I'm here with Jalisa Apps. Trent Copeland is my name. We are here for Brighton's lawyers unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Brighton's lawyers. Good morning everyone on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney. Uh, we are in the chairs for Vossi and Brandy, and for the rest of the week we've got you listening up in SENQ 693 AM in Brizzy. For Patton Heels. Good morning to everyone else across the SEN network. Pick up your phone and speak with us on the Suncorp open line 1300 01 1170. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. That number again to call us 1300 01 1170. If you can't listen live, catch up via the podcast. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy is what you need to search for on your favourite podcast platform. And of course, you can find all the podcasts on the SEN app. Today, we will have. Sydney Thunder's Alex Ross on the show, SE and tennis expert Brett Phillips, Mitch Abaya from Sportsbet, and we've got lots of sport news to get through. But before we get there, Jaleesa, we've had one morning. We have had a morning. And when I say we, I mean you. It was dramatic.
0: I'm very sweaty at the moment from (laughs) the anxiety. Well, I pulled up outside and... I went to send a message in the WhatsApp group and I was like, hey, guys, I'm downstairs. Let me into the parking so I don't get another parking ticket. <laughs> um, so I then I sat there for a bit and I thought, no one's replying to me. This rude. And then I went to call Ben and it said, this service is not available from this number. It was weird. Why would Ben disconnect his number?
2: <laughs> no, no,
0: it's my number who had been disconnected because I hadn't paid my bill. Now, the oh, reason I dear. hadn't... The reason I hadn't paid my bill is because my credit card got hacked or scammed or whatever. So they sent me a new card. I'm in the process of updating every bloody number in the world. I did get a text message the other day saying, you haven't updated your bill. I thought, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'll I'll get to that. So then I'm running around North Sydney and I can see the time ticking down. And I'm like, oh my God, we're on air in like 15 minutes. Oh my God, we're on air in nine minutes. We're on air in six minutes. And I can see the time ticking down. And I was trying to connect to every dodgy Wi-Fi Anywhere I could.
1: On the streets?
0: On the streets. Running around on the streets. So I did manage to connect to a few Wi-Fis, which I'm sure have just taken all my credit card details again, because <laughs> they certainly didn't give me any internet, but they were connected to my phone. So the panic. Anyway, Media came through, so there's a free plug for them. <laughs> um, if
1: anyone works in the North Sydney precinct, not at SEN, <laughs> and, and has... CCTV footage available and ready to clip up and send. I'd love to see from oh. five thirty a.m. to six a.m.
0: Oh my god, the panic! Just running around. <laughs> I still don't have like I'm still not connected. Nobody call me. I mean, I don't answer anyway. But don't want no one call me because you can't.
1: <laughs> you need to get to your workplace and uh, connect to the Wi-Fi. Get your life in order. I'm
0: hoping I can get in the ad break. I can scam some SE Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's get on to some sporting news. Uh, The Brisbane Heat last night, they knocked off the Scorchers up at the Gabba. They lock up top spot on that BBL ladder and seal two home finals. We might talk a little bit about that because the Gabba is out of action for one of those, which is going to be interesting. And we can talk about that. But the Scorchers made 168 all out from their 20 overs. In reply to the Heats, 6 for 191, Michael Nisa, the hero there. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, the big news yesterday, Jaleesa, we would speculated for, it felt like, three weeks, mm. about or three years even, mm. <laughs> about who like was going to open well. the batting for Australia. And the opinion coming from everywhere was starting to become a bit tiresome. Yeah. And then we get the team named, and the announcement of Matt Renshaw was almost swept under the rug because it was Steve Smith to open the batting Mm. it was Cameron Green to come in and bat at four and just before we get into this let's listen to the press conference yesterday and there's some meaty stuff in here so we'll take you through firstly the announcement of Steve Smith at the top of the order Cameron Green into the 11 this is George Bailey speaking yesterday
3: Steve Smith will be opening the batting and Cameron Green will come into the number four position, which is fantastic. A number of factors. I think um, first and foremost, regard in which we we hold Cameron. Um, and I think the way the, the rest of that batting order is functioning left us feeling like that we have mm-hmm. someone who we think is pretty talented, who potentially was going to find it hard to get any test cricket in the next period, 12 months or so. So, um, yeah, you know, trying to trying to work out a way and and not, and you know, I don't think that's going to be particularly beneficial for for Greenie. Uh, and I think we can get a lot of benefits out of him playing. So working through some of the Solutions to that, and how we could potentially slot in, and where that could be. I mean, Steve Steve's obviously motivated and energised, and and keen to do it. There were plenty, uh, plenty within the team who uh, were pretty keen to go on record and say that they weren't keen to do it. So it was refreshing that um, Steve had come forward and and said he wanted it, and it was something that you know we'd, we'd been chatting about in the background as a as a selection panel um, with the coaches as well, and with Pat just around if you were going to rejig at what some of the potential options were.
1: So, Jaleesa, initial thoughts when you're hearing George Bailey get through that. Let's isolate it to the selection and probably the words spoken about Cameron Green and wanting to get someone of that level of talent back in the team right here, right now. Let's uh, park the other issues for now, but Mm. your initial thoughts there.
0: Um, the way I became more convinced when I was listening to him speak, uh, because I think I am still maybe on the side a little bit of, I just think you need to work your way, your turn, work your way into the side. If there's not a spot for you, I mean, there is now that, Mm. um, Steve Smith has put his hand up to move. If he hadn't though, were they going to put him at opener? I guess we'll never know, but. Was it just about getting him into the side wherever you could? Um, and I guess this is the best time to come into. He's never had a, a, a better run to come into the side. So,
1: Yeah, against the West Indies, uh, you would imagine.
0: There is some obviously looking to the future. There's a lot of looking to the future here.
1: Yeah, and, and, no doubt. And I guess that's, uh, I've got a pretty strong opinion on some of the reaction that's been coming through in the last 12, 14 days. Tell uh, us. Uh, well, some of the rhetoric from ex-players, media, of which you know I am one now, mm-hmm. sitting here right now. I'm on seven all summer, talking cricket all year round, have an opinion on social media. So I, I'm not removed from that situation. Yeah. And I'm sure I fall into this category at times. So I'm certainly not saying you, 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 and not looking in the mirror as well. Yeah. But one thing we've just got to be really careful of is. It's such an easy assumption to make that Cameron Bancroft's role in Sandpaper Gate had something to do with this because he's averaging over 50, he's scored a bucket load of runs, Mm -hmm. and he has done for years. Let's just get our head out of the sand for a second and remember that you're calling George Bailey's character into question. If you can't see that selecting a national cricket team is actually difficult because there are a lot of good people that... Mm could absolutely take that role and do really well with it. For everyone to jump to conclusions to say that there's player issues with him, George Bailey and the selection panel clearly have a black mark against his name. It's a slap in the face to the Sheffield Shield competition. I mean, seriously, Mm. just sit back before you're willing to throw that stuff out there and go for people's heads on their character. Mm. Sit back and think Cameron Bancroft's job is to score runs and to churn them out. His manager yesterday, Ben Tippett, came out and was really backing in his player. We might actually take a listen now on what Ben Tippett told SEN last night about the whole scenario.
2: It's a tough one, isn't it? It's sort of, I obviously he found out yesterday and he um, get a phone call, which was always, always much better to find out directly from the selectors. Um, and I guess he's just gone through a whole range of emotions, like with any disappointments, then yesterday really, really upset and, um, uh, you know, as you are, disappointed, I guess, is probably more the, the feeling. And then today, um, you know, you're a little bit more angry about it and, and all of that stuff. But um, I guess he, he's such a positive bloke with everything he's been through. Um, when I spoke to him about an hour and a half ago, he was back in the Nets hitting and just trying to put it all behind him and get back to playing cricket. So, um uh, human nature to go through all those different ranges of emotions, and I'm sure it'll sort of stick with him for a while. But um, yeah, he, he's moving on.
1: So that's a natural reaction for me, and I'm totally cool with that. And and from players' camp to family, be filthy, no issues with that because it is personal. I think he uh, spoke well, though. He spoke beautifully. I, I think that is such a fair comment. Uh, he is speaking in real terms. This is the reality of professional sport. It's brutal. At times you think you're going to get picked and you just flat out don't. And it's it's not personal. I want to then, just before I come to you on this, let's go to what George Bailey said about Cameron Bancroft's non-inclusion because he's potentially off with teammates.
3: I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to touch on it. A categorically, no, and I've shared this with Cameron on a, on a number of occasions. It has never, at any stage, been discussed as a from the panel's perspective. Uh, it's purely a cricketing decision. There is not a member of the team that would have uh, an issue with with Cam playing. We we certainly don't have an issue with it. Um, I, I think a lot of people tend to forget the fact that. Cam's actually played Test cricket since returning from the ban. It was a long time ago. Um, we've all moved well past that. I'd be disappointed if that's why. If if people were looking to that as a as a reason, um, and you know, all I can do is is reiterate to you and 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 to Cam um, that that's that's not the case, um, never has been, and never will be.
1: Now I love that George Bailey's happy enough to do that and sit in that, embrace it, and just acknowledge it. But this is just ridiculous. That he's had to even say that. Uh, I've got to say that when we're talking about conjecture around selection decisions, don't just jump to conclusions and hack people down when you don't need to.
0: I think it's a hard sell. I, see, I don't necessarily think even if you've left him out because of, say, tensions with teammates or whatever, I don't think that calls into anyone's character. I think... Maybe that's just the reality. If, if that were the case. Now, George has said that's not the case. But if that were the case, I could understand it. Yeah, okay, there's all these weird tensions there from that time and um, it's just not the right fit now. I don't necessarily, I don't think that's a bad decision. Um, I find it's a pretty hard sell to tell people that Matt Renshaw is a better choice. It's not a hard sell to put um, Steve Smith at the top. And get Cameron Green in there because you know there's all these raps on Cameron Green. There's people see a lot of in him as not just a um, batter but an all rounder, um, and you do want to foster that talent coming in. I don't think that's a hard sell. I think it's a hard sell to s- why was Renshaw the better choice.
1: So if you look at the last eighteen months of first class numbers around the world, their numbers are actually incredibly similar. But the one big difference that I see is that Matt Renshaw has batted in the middle order a lot. And as the Mm -hmm. spare batter on tour, being able to replace anyone in the batting order no matter the position Mm -hmm. would absolutely be in play here. Marcus Harris, Cameron Bancroft can bat at the top. I'm sure Cameron Bancroft's batted in the middle order in white ball cricket, and I'm sure he probably could. Mm. But the reality is that Matt Renshaw has batted anywhere from one to probably five in the order for Queensland in recent Sheffield Shield matches. Mm. So I've just got no doubt that that's come into play yeah, as far okay. as this. It may, had it been a genuine decision on who is opening tomorrow, for example, for yeah. Australia, it's not Steve Smith. Who is it? I think we might have seen Cameron Bancroft in the team. There's a genuine think question there.
0: I think there was just this massive desire to get Cameron Green in the team and I think he was in the Absolutely. team no matter what. So I think he would have been opening. Okay. But yeah, I get, I maybe, yeah, I I mean, I, I take your point. I think just for the general public, it is, it is a bit of a hard sell when you do see, I I don't think it diminishes the, I, I don't agree with the uh, Sheffield Shield that it diminishes the importance of that, that kind mm. of rhetoric. I, I don't really agree with that because I do think there's all kinds of circumstances that go into selection that. Uh, uh, outside the Sheffield Shield. Yeah. Um, so I think to come, to say, like, if you're just scoring in Sheffield Shield. But, yeah, I just – I do feel like it is a hard sell to say Cameron Brancroft is not as good as Matt Renshaw, or, or if not better.
1: Yeah. Good. We've had a text come in here now. Uh, Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 736. The Suncorp open line 1300 01 1170. What did you make of George Bailey's comments yesterday? Did Australia pick the right team? We'll talk about the ODI squad at some point this morning as well. But the text from Bondi Jack this morning, J.A. and T.C., add Renshaw's two first-class games mid-year, in brackets 140, 112, and 78, Aussie versus New Zealand, to his 484 runs this summer. He has 814 first-class runs at 54.3, far more than Bancroft at the same average. Last summer... Twenty-two, twenty-three years, 22, 23. Matty made 492 first class runs at 70.3, far more prolific than Bancroft perceptions, Bondi Jack. So yeah. look, I would say if you're looking purely at Sheffield shield numbers for the last three years, I think Bancroft probably has a better resume, but Renshaw has been doing it across all formats in the uk Mm -hmm. just like bancroft has so Mm -hmm. there's lots to divulge lots to talk about lots to lots of conjecture on whether this was right or wrong
0: interesting in there he said that it wasn't um the whole like whether there's any hangover from the team wasn't even ever brought up yeah i I find that interesting i would think even if you want to go with him surely that's a point that you explore in the selection table you go Hey, is there anyone like is there anyone know of any issues that anyone No, there's not. Okay, great. I find it interesting that you wouldn't even discuss it.
1: Well, I think that because he's played since then and all these guys yeah, play the against interview each other in
0: came out. Uh, I think every I think that's the interview that everyone's thinking is maybe. Yeah. You know, that, that came out after that. So yeah, he's played since then. Then there was all that drama around the interview and whether he, was he blaming the bowlers that kind of, and yep. apparently that was you know taken out of context or whatever, or didn't come across the way in print, which you could believe, you know, yep. when, when you say things and when they come across in print, it, it the journal it might've written exactly what was said, but when it comes across on print, it looks a little different. So I think it would be odd to me, it it is odd to me that that didn't come up even as a just a discussion point, even if there's check nothing off. there, just to just to check a box. I, I find that very strange.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Summer Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. For those of you north of the border, a reminder that Maccas are proud sponsors of Little Legends, supporting grassroots sport across Queensland. You can text us right now and have your say on the Edgewater Homes text line 0457 736 736. Edgewater Homes Mortgage Fund, up to $1,500 a month off your home loan for two years. T's and C's apply. That text number again, 0457 736 736. If you'd like to talk to us, you can pick up the phone and have your say on the Suncorp open line, 1300 01 1170. And there's been plenty of opinion coming in already. Jaleesa, you've had some good opinion. You've also had a morning.
0: Oh, yeah, didn't I ever. I'm currently um, multitasking at the moment. I'm on a chat with Telstra to get my phone reconnected. Um, so Don't
1: yeah. ever say I don't do anything for you. I shared the Wi-Fi password. share the Wi-Fi you password. Share the you. Wifi well password. done. You are yeah. officially online. It would have
0: been really helpful when I was running around downstairs <laughs> outside North Sydney. I should have just tried to get you to share the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> but no one knew where I was. I did think, is anyone watching this CCTV in like of our building and seeing like <laughs> me in distress and just going, lol, anyway. I'm not gonna help her. Let's leave her out there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Your your ability to think about post six o'clock if we were already on air, oh. thinking your solution at that point was actually just to loiter. Cry. I, ju- I just I just wait for James. No, to come yeah, downstairs. I just thought,
0: you know what? Um, you know when you're lost, they say if you get lost, just stay put. I was going to get <laughs> I was going to stay put outside the door and thought, okay, well James, you know, tech James will come out. He'll he'll be getting a coffee and he'll see me and he'll save the day. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, he did the save the day because he eventually left me back in the parking because I parked illegally.
1: Oh, dear. You know, it's We're all back going there. on. We're back there. Uh we have had some texts coming in this morning. Uh, this one from OJ, I agree with you, Jaleesa. Bancroft should have at least been in the squad ahead of Renshaw, even if he wasn't going to be in the 11. I guess that's that's the other question is if, if on merit he was the next best player, would you pick him in the squad? And if something happened to a middle-order player and you didn't think Bancroft could fill that role, you have the conversation at that point and replace with someone else. That's the only other thing that I think could have been done. But yeah. Anyway, interesting point. Morning TJ, have to take Bailey at his word, move on, just hope that they have it right with Smith. Cheers, the big G.
0: Yeah, and that's fair enough. I'd take take George Bailey at his word. I find it um, bizarre that they didn't have the conversation to say, is there any tension amongst the team? But um, if they didn't, they obviously didn't feel they'd need to.
1: And a whole lot of every morning here on SEN, we did mention that Suncorp open line, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. one 1170 You know where this is going. It's Gary. Good morning, Gary. Good
0: morning, Gary. Good
1: morning, Trent and Jaleesa. I just, Jaleesa, I was just listening to you and you first got on the, on the phone early in the morning and then you got frustrated about, he hasn't even got his phone on. I'm trying to park the car. I don't want to get a phone. They'd put a smile on my face, but I just <laughs> want to ring up and say, Say that, uh, you know, onwards and upwards, and I just want to get you closer to the phone. I want to give you a big hug, mate, and uh, things will be better going forward. Gary,
0: I'd love a big hug, and and your impersonation of me is uncanny. I thought thought you were playing (laughs) the audio.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Gary. Have a great day, mate. Thanks,
0: Gary. All (laughs)
2: right.
1: We've got uh, another couple of texts floating in here. Every day, it's... Never cease to be amazed with Gary. He's taking Parramatta off the canvas, getting them going, and now he's giving you a hug. It's brilliant. Uh, Morning. Unfortunately, some people, media included, need something to be outraged over. So this would still be happening if Bancroft was selected, just the opposite. That's an interesting perspective as well. Time now for a break.